Welcome back to the Overdrive Podcast, brought to you by Christian Brothers Automotive. Our mission is clear, accelerate your life and career. Today's focus is on empowering our team members, driving real impact, and forging community ties. Central to our conversation is F3, representing fitness, fellowship, and faith. We'll take a dive into how F3 can transform leadership and organizational culture. Leading us is Dana Mason, CFO of Christian Brothers Automotive. Dana will shed light on the essence of F3, offering insights on how its principles can inspire our teams and impact positive change. Let's dive in. Dana, welcome to the Overdrive Podcast. Thanks, Cameron. Super glad to be here. Thanks for having me as a guest. Absolutely, man. And this episode is going to be something special because the underlying heart behind it today is something that I know is close to both of our hearts and that would be F3. Yeah. And the main goal today is going to be making sure that we can really leverage the F3 values for the empowerment and betterment of our team members. And you were somebody that brought me into this when we were running a workout out there during annual convention in Scottsdale. And I would love for you to just take a dive in, just introduce yourself, a little bit of your background and role within CBA and a little bit of your role within F3 itself. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, so glad to have you uh, in F3 and obviously here at Christian Brothers. You're such an asset to us. So uh, I've been serving as our CFO now for a little over a year. I've been with the brand uh, coming up on three years, believe it or not, serving at the home office. Uh, I've got a background across manufacturing services and energy. Uh, really have loved being a part of the Christian Brothers family. It's so special. I enjoy uh, the home office community and obviously seeing our stores is, is just warms my heart every single time. Uh, within F3, I do lead our full shirt Texas region, which is a newly formed region, has eight locations and 200 uh, men choose to work out there weekly, which is all free and uh, peer led. So honored to serve, obviously, uh, here at Christian Brothers and uh, on and uh, to give back to the community as well. I know that the foundations of F3 are something that, without a doubt, could have a dramatic impact on our frontline teams. And we're going to be diving into a lot of that today. But would you just kind of take a moment to unpack the essence of F3 and what they stand for? Yeah, absolutely. F3 is 11 years old, founded in North Carolina. And uh, just like most of us, when we get involved with it, it, you don't anticipate it what it will become for you, right? That started as a group working out. But then they really found uh, a need to solve a problem in the community, which was uh, male community leadership was lacking and their purpose is to invigorate male community leadership just like we at christian brothers want to invigorate our teams to lead and uh, be the best leaders they can be so the calling really is that every man has leadership potential within them and the f3 community pushes you uh, with your fitness and then brings you fellowship through community and helps you find your faith in a way that strengthens you to be a leader in the community so that has a multiplying effect, just like it would in our businesses as well. And it just leads to more leadership, more people, more community, and a uh, positive impact to people's homes, people's workplaces, and uh, the churches or places they choose to serve. I love how you mentioned the impact that it can have, because for myself, there's been just so many dramatic impacts and just the sense of one from a fitness perspective, 
but also too, I've just the difference that it's made in my home and I've never fully understood leadership as a whole. It's one of those things, you know, here it's influence, nothing more, nothing less. You get you, there's a lot of phrases for it, but since finding F3, I, I have just witnessed so many changes within the home, within the workspace, and it has just been an absolute blessing. And I would love to know how you would see the principles of F3 shaping strategies that can really foster a thriving culture out in our shops. Is there something you could lead us on there? Yeah, I love that. Uh, you know, F3 walks you through four phases, and I think it does apply to us in leadership of our teams, right? So let's just take a new team member that shows up at the store. Um, you're not going to ask them maybe necessarily day one, depending on their role, to to get up and lead something. They're going to be learning about the culture, the the workflows, and the processes, uh, and really just trying to get fit and get into a good place where they can have an impact. So in F3, we call that first step, get right, right? We want men to show up and we want them to get their personal lives aligned and and just get right. Then we want them to live right. They want to be effective. So if you think about the workplace, your first 30 days in a job, 60 days, you might just be trying to figure it out. You may actually not be that productive, right? I know we have some rock stars out there in the brand that are productive day one, but some of us need that time, uh, you know, to, to kind of come up to speed and have an impact. So in F3, once you get right, you start to live right. Okay. You're starting to be a resource to those around you which then positions you to lead right, okay? So even if you're not in a position of leadership, which I think is something people always confuse, well, how do I lead if I'm not managing people? Well, we're all leaders. Actually, some of the best leaders don't have people underneath them because they need to use influence to lead others and not positional power, right? Positional power is the easiest leadership opportunity out there. When you have to influence those without positional power, it really leaves you uh, a leadership challenge, which you can grow from. So once you progress from living right to lead right, the real focus is how do you be the best leader? You can be the best asset you can be so that when you leave right, you leave a legacy, right? And now I think we all want to leave the jobs that we're in with a bit of a legacy about the change that we made, the positive impact we had on the people around us. And that kind of progression through, you know, get right, live right, lead right, and leave right. I mean, that applies to anybody, any interaction, any leadership opportunity you have. People want to progress along that, generally want to progress along that, and they all want to leave a positive legacy behind. We want, we want that for our homes, our households, our workplaces, uh, and those we interact with in the community. When I think of get right, and I look at myself, I look back even when I was first joining, and in that time, you think, hey, I have got everything together. One of the terms that I've heard and I've learned is the term sad clown. You're walking around with a smile on your face, but then you feel broken on the inside. And what's crazy is looking back on my time prior to F3, it's, I thought that I was right. I thought that I was leading in the capacities that I could. I thought that I was making positive impact on my family. And then when I look through that lens, it's, it's absolutely incredible when you do truly get right within yourself how it does allow you to start living in a whole different light. And then when you start leading, you can see the change that happens around you. That's beautiful, man. I I mean, I'm so thankful you're part of it. And this is just really in six months time, right? Not even quite. So it's been fun to watch that transformation. I mean, 
that is really the thing that gets me going at this point. I, I think I showed up with a, a bit of a personal agenda. You know, how does this fit into my fitness regime? How does this make me the best I can be? But then you realize over time how much you get from helping people come along and seeing their progress. You know, uh, there was a guy this morning that was really struggling with a piece of the workout and he could have taken an easier way out and modified and done something a little bit easier, but he hung in there and worked all the way to the end and we finished it together. And I left there this morning inspired by his effort, right? Even though um, I was perhaps a little more capable, his his effort and what he put forward today was far greater than what I did. And I thought, man, I can do better, right? I can be better uh, because of the effort I saw there. So I think we're all, you, you show up in it for yourself but then you realize you're in it for your team and those around you. And again, that's another perfect parallel to the workplace, right? We, we, when we succeed together, that's the kind of stuff that keeps us coming back. That's what feeds culture. And that's why you like coming back to your workplace, not just because of what you accomplished in a particular day, but because of what you see all happening around you. And that leads me into another area that I was wanting to kind of touch on here. F3 has a principle of leaving no one behind. I would love if you could share just, you know, from your personal experiences, if there was, you know, anyone in particular or any situation that you could think of, of how we can champion this value to uplift and back our team members out there in the shops. Uh, the beauty in F3 is every man is welcome and, and we create workouts in a way that will work for every man that is, is there. Um, yeah, I've gotten so much out of watching just in a short time progressions from some people uh we have a guy named Kornikova that has uh that's his nickname obviously that's real name he has uh come such a long way uh this guy couldn't run two miles without stopping and walking a lot not, not even a lap around a track um and now he's pretty much an ultra marathoner right um and this is within 18 month time and it's it's not to be clear he had to bring a lot of initiative to the table F3 did not just do that for him, right? So I think that is the the key thing that we need to learn from that example, which is greatness can happen like that when you combine initiative and want to with the right forum around you to, to lead to that success. So just showing up to like a Christian Brothers every day and having a, a good culture in a shop is not a guarantee for success unless you have the right want to the right mental approach, the right openness, unless you're living right, getting right, you know, you're able to bring your whole self to work and see that success and grow. So for him, he, you know, he was, uh, running pretty, pretty slow early days. And now, you know, he can run for 30 miles on a random Monday, right? Very inspiring to all of us. And that's what the growth we want to see, uh, from our team members as well. We want to create an environment where we encourage one another you know, he got there not by um, just saying, I want to get faster. He got there by just consistently day in and day out, showing up and doing a little bit more. We have the saying of 1% better, right? If you get 1% better at whatever you're doing, your work, working out, um, your faith, you know, studying the Bible, whatever it may be, you're going to see good progress over time. So it's it's got to be one little bit at a time. And, uh, you know, he's a fantastic example of seeing that growth. Proud of him. Oh, yeah. And I've actually had the distinct pleasure of getting to work out alongside Kornikova. And I mean, it is incredible because to know the man that I know now and then the man that you're describing, it's like two totally different people. And 
I think that's that transformative power of when you can get inspired by the people around you, you got people around you that are faster, stronger. When you can put yourself around folks that are better than you, you will learn, you will grow. And I I love that concept that you spoke on of just, you know, being 1% better. And I think that every day, no matter where it is, if it's, you know, you're showing up to the shop, you're showing up to, to a workout, it's that that desire to want to grow. And once you had that fire lit, it will continue to grow. And it just, it, like you said, as long as you continue to just show up and you have the right intentionality behind it. Dana, I'd, I'd love to kind of jump into another question I'd have for you because, you know, there are a lot of strategies. There's a, so much to unpack when you talk about a group like F3, but are there any concrete strategies that you've seen that could work in promoting openness, transparency, and or a shared sense of purpose within our team dynamics out there in the shops? I think the main thing is keeping our why in front of us at all times, right? Uh, The beauty here at Christian Brothers is, yes, automotive repair is certainly the industry we participate in and we want to do at a high level and serve our guests extremely well. But, you know, our why is to impact our community and leave it better than we found it, which is obviously pretty well aligned with F3 as well, right? Um, There are some core principles uh, to F3. There are core principles here. We have our culture commitments here at the home office that we live by. So when we all know what our why is and what our culture commitments are, then when you have a tough decision to make around what's the right thing to do or should we or shouldn't we um, or how do we approach the situation, you kind of come back to the core why you exist and what your core culture commitments are. And if you stay aligned to those, you're going to make a decision that fits the purpose of your organization. So I think anytime that we're all going to face challenge, right? This world is filled with difficult times, difficult people. Uh, If it, it was easy, you know, we'd be on autopilot. We don't have that blessing and we grow in the challenges. So when we face those challenges together, I think keeping a real focus on your why helps you stay aligned and, and move the right direction. The why is so pivotal in anything that we do. When the purpose becomes bigger than just the everyday task at hand, the challenges we face become easier to face head on. And I couldn't agree more with what you're saying there, Dana. And I would love for you to share a firsthand experience in regards to how leadership responsibility can ripple into boosting team morale and enthusiasm. Yeah, I'd say, um, I mean, I'm trying to think how long ago this was in my career. Maybe about eight years ago in my career, I was up for my first big kind of VP promotion uh, at my last company, and I didn't get the job. It was quite a surprise to a lot of people. Uh, But I sought feedback after, both from my mentor, from the hiring, from the CFO at the time. And his message was pretty clear. It was, hey, Dana, you're great. Everybody knows you're great. Uh, But that's not what a, a leader does. Your leader makes sure we all know how great the team is and you need to be creating, uh, you know, essentially leaders within your organization. And that's how you kind of multiply your effect in your culture and your team. Uh, and that was a huge light bulb moment for me. You know, I was so used to being the guy in a presentation with executives that maybe spoke a lot, right? I felt like I could do it clearly. I could get across the points that needed to be made. And then I thought, you know what? I need to have team members that are able to step up and grow and show their personal growth. And that's ultimately what lifts us all, right? So I think the 
you you have to, as you move through your career, you get to a point where you're doing kind of get you to a certain point, And then you have to realize that your leadership kind of gets you to that next opportunity. Uh, and that shifts as you go through your career and different jobs you perform in. So uh, just look for those leadership opportunities. Um, I should have realized that much earlier than I did. Uh, but thankfully for that, I'm thankful I had that learning experience. Everything happens for a reason, obviously, and that helped shape me tremendously to to maybe who I am today. We all take that journey. And when we do look back, it is easy to identify, hey, I could have done this different or I, I wish I would have done this different. All those learning moments, they do, they help shape us. And if we can learn from those times like that, it's like it's just continuing on that path of growth. And I would love to kind of shift here just a bit because we, we talked about Kornikova there for a second. But I think that at the forefront of F3, one of the things that I have personally found in there is I have found myself a brotherhood. I have met some of the, you know, just coolest down to earth and just great men that, that I've probably ever met in one single place. Um, I, Dana, I would just love for you, for you to be able to share how the, the bonds that have been formed within F3, how we can emulate that level of camaraderie within our own teams. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that comes to mind is um, teams grow through challenge, right? I mean, if you read about a lot of startup companies or even Christian Brothers back in the day, I mean, some of the stories are amazing of Mark and the Lou, all the guys that kind of got us to where we are today. I mean, when you're barely trying to make ends meet to get to the next paycheck or the next payroll, um, you have to dig deep, right? And I think with F3, every morning we're calling upon our men to dig deep, to get through a tough workout, to push one another. Um, so I think that the best thing that helps bring teams together is when they persevere through challenge together, when they when they are challenged to grow. So one thing I'm always working on with my leadership team is, how am I challenging you this year? What is What is that new thing that you're learning? Because if you get really just to going through the motions, you could be great at something, but if you're not able to like challenge yourself to get better or try try to take on something new, that's where you you find yourself going through the motions and you maybe don't even need to depend on those around you that much, right? The beauty in what we have uh, here at work, uh, out there working out is you have opportunities and challenges to push yourself. And through that, you need each other. And through that comes the loyalty, the culture, and the environment you want. And and frankly, you get confidence from that. So then when you need to hit a challenge or you have a customer come in with a complaint, like you're confident, you know what you're going to do, you're going to get through it, right? That comes through all the experiences you have together. And I love what you mentioned on challenging yourself. That was one big paradigm shift that I experienced there. I feel like when I look back on other moments in in my life where things weren't nearly as consistent as what they are today, and I realized that one of the big things that was happening for me was I was always focused on trying to outdo others. When I feel like when that becomes the focus point, it's easy to kind of cave in and quit. When I kind of look at what F3 has done for me, one of the guys that I've become really good friends with and very close with is a gentleman named Blue Bonnet. And it was at one of my very first workouts. We were doing one of the big group launches for one of the posts. And I remember he lined up next to me and I looked over at him. He looked over at me. I could kind of see the fear in his face of what, of what like was lying ahead of us. It was a big circuit. And I remember looking over at him. I was like, 
do you, do you think you're going to make it through this? And he looked over back at me. He's like, I don't think so. And I remember we were both cracking up and I was like, hey man, look, don't worry. I got you. And ever since then, we have been very, very close. And just, I love that that level of camaraderie can be created. Like there, it's, I quit trying to challenge others. I was challenging myself, but then you also learn to get in alignment to serve those around you. And that was one of those big moments where when I look back, that moment wasn't about serving myself. It wasn't about serving for the wrong thing. It's about serving someone else, sticking by their side, not letting someone be left behind. And Dana, I would love if you could also dive into any strategies that you see that have been pivotal in identifying and nurturing emergent leadership qualities among our team members. Cameron, that's so good. Um, I think really the biggest thing for me is in any kind of formal job setting, I think that feedback has been kind of programmed into, well, we have development discussions once a quarter or we we have reviews twice a year, once a year, and that's where we do feedback, right? And I think that is the main kind of failure in leadership today in the corporate world uh, and even, you know, where that takes place out in the field. I think the biggest thing that is pivotal to bring an emerging leader forward is to give positive reinforcement and feedback as you go through uh, the day and everything you experience together. So it's just so important that, you know, you have the affirmation you need to know you're doing a good job to keep doing the things that are that are good and then the opportunity and improve on those things that you need to see grow. Right. So we as leaders really owe it to our teams. And even again, not just positional leaders, if you're a peer, um, it's a, there's a good way to say, hey, uh, let's talk about that meeting we had. I saw some really great things you did in there. And have you thought about this or that as far as this piece goes? There's easy ways to give feedback without feeling like you're giving feedback. You know, we're, and, and generally, if somebody is trying to grow and be a leader, they will welcome that conversation, not be afraid of that conversation. And again, know the you got to know the situation, know the person, know the time. It's not right for everybody, not right for every every uh, situation we're in. But just feedback is important, and I I generally have gotten a little bit better given that over time. Uh, I do think sometimes time and place of feedback, and obviously giving it in the right way, face to face, is obviously the best way to do. That. Every future leader that I've encountered in this brand had that one thing in common: they were coachable. And every person I've had the pleasure of serving in our Genesis program has always been receptive to feedback. But then what they did different from a lot of folks is they just took initiative. And going back to the values of F3 for just a minute, Dana, could you share some moments where those values we find in F3 have brought renewed energy into your personal world? Yeah, that's a great question. So many ways. Uh, I'll try to keep it pretty short. The uh, Yeah, I had a real rough, uh, I was triathlete before finding F3 2019, Ironman Texas kind of went down with uh, at mile 133 in the race, 133 of 140. Ended up in the hospital with seizures, learned a lot about nutrition as a result of that. Uh, but I left kind of that Ironman done with, with being a physical athlete of any kind basically sold my bike and hung hung it up played golf for a year and a half um during covid started to got invited to an f3 workout and i think um through that got a little bit of confidence in my fitness over time and says you know i can be uh the athlete i thought i could be and 
uh, I'll be taking on the Ironman again here in just three weeks. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Hopefully I have a success story, not a hospital story this time around. But that would have never happened without just the constant push from uh, my brothers. I was inspired by another uh, man, Smokestack, who actually finished Ironman Waco uh, last year and, and two years ago, rather, and really got me inspired to say I could do that. So I think, again, just having the community around you to push you to get better, to to try to grow, uh, again, both in the workplace. I also got my CPA during that time. I, I don't think I could have taken on a new job and got my CPA without the confidence and support of my brothers uh, around me just to, you know, help me have the confidence that I can get it done, do hard things, you know? I know in my for myself in the past, I would speak not so much in those directives. And I, there was always a lot of doubt attached to different things. It would always be, I think I can, or I hope everything's going to be all right. And when I've started, you know, really switching that line of thinking is it, I feel like I've achieved things that I didn't think that I could achieve before. And, and I can see where, you know, even for yourself, when I think of running an Ironman, there's so much discipline so much intentionality day in and day out over such a long time span that in order to achieve that, it just, it takes so much work that is beyond what I think a lot of people have ever been able to achieve. But it, ju it just shows to me that that discipline, the right way of thinking can help you achieve things that you didn't think that you could before. That's right. That's it. And one of the things that's been awesome for me is that it's really activated the leadership for me. Um, one of the things that I've got coming up and, you know, I'm looking forward to, to you being there is going to be my VQ. And for those of you listening that don't know what that is, that is the first time that you get to lead one of the men's workouts. And I, I know for myself, it's it's not every day that we get to step up in our levels of leadership. Such a blessing to be able to be able to grow that confidence, change that dynamic shift and, and be like, hey, you know what? I can do this. I'm capable of it. And then to be able to even have those chances to serve. That being said, when it comes to activating leadership, how can we pull in the principles taught by F3 to elevate our team members' experience across this incredible brand? Absolutely. Well, first, you're going to crush it, my man. You're natural. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate I mean, it. I have no doubts. So it's going to be phenomenal. I'm excited to be there. Uh, and I think that's the main thing is, is really not judging a book by its cover. I think that the biggest opportunity we have in our teams and our in the stores and our office here is you you think, oh well, I see a person or I see their interest. So you, you tend to frame a person pretty quickly. Like maybe in your first minute or two of knowing them, okay, well this is just that kind of person or they're negative, they're glass half empty, or or oh, they're overly positive. You know, that's who they are. And I think that that is a real uh, short-sighted element of leadership. It, it's a bit of a just a bend towards sin that we have that just frames people before you even really get to know them, before you even really get under the surface. And what I love, what I love in our stores as I've visited, um, and I love to to get out and do that is you hear our franchisees talk about team members at levels that are that are three or four peels under off the onion right you're you're hearing about this person went through that two years ago and because of that they're nervous about this and but i really see that growth potential within them and i'm going to keep investing in them because 
I can see that potential, but I know that they're maybe scarred by that past, right? So I think that the biggest calling for us to find leaders is that you have to really get beyond that surface level kind of perception you have of somebody and really get to know them and understand what they're capable of and understand what motivates them. In F3, you have the idea that everybody at some point could or should lead a workout, right? So no matter how much you say, I'm not a leader, you ideally will be stepping in there at the middle to lead 20, 30 guys at some point, and that requires leadership. The beauty is in that model, you get to see it play out that way. I think it's our challenge as leaders in the business world to to see that through our team members that are put before us, that are entrusted to us, because there is leadership potential within everyone, whether they want to exercise it or not, it's there. One of the things I get to talk with our attendees about quite a bit that come through some of our training programs here at Christian Brothers is once you've mastered something or you've been able to be great at it, the real transformative power starts to happen is when you start taking what you know, you start sharing it with others, you start using it to motivate. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a, a minute ago about putting yourself around people that are better than you, smarter than you we naturally start to grow and, and elevate. One of the guys that I've had the pleasure of getting to work with out there at F3 is a gentleman named Mountain Dew. Unfortunately, he's going to be headed overseas. But when I think of his story, folks were talking about how he got his name. This man had climbed Mount Everest. I was like, yeah, that's big. I, I couldn't even imagine doing that. And you, you think just how rare something like that is, but to have people around you like that motivating you and to be able to, you know, learn from, to me, it's just, that is such a, a unique thing. I know that that's something that can have a transformative power out there in our shops. We've got a lot of people that are incredible at what they do. And if you can take that knowledge and that kind of ability and those stories that you can tell, you can really help grow those around you. Data, it, I would just love if you could just leave some parting advice or insights that, that you could offer to highlight the transformative potential that using the principles of F3 can have for the folks there on our front line. Yeah, I love that, Cameron. Thanks for having me. It's been great. I'd say the biggest kind of takeaway, if any, everybody only took one thing from it. I think the big thing that F3 has from a sticking point is it is difficult, right? We have people do hard things, um, and as a result, they get better. Um, I think in life, in every area of life. We have the opportunity to choose our hard. And kind of what I mean by that is that you're going to have a hard outcome no matter what you choose in a lot of things. So for example, if you choose not to work out, you might have health issues. Those are hard. You can choose to work out and that can be hard, right? If you think about our teams and leading our teams in the shops or, or in any role you're in, If you choose not to have a difficult conversation with a team member, the ramification of that is continued performance that's not in line with your vision and mission and values, and that is hard. Or you can have a hard conversation with a team member, also hard. Those different hards lead to different outcomes, right? Having a hard choice and working out leads to a healthier outcome having a hard choice of having a difficult conversation leads to a better environment. So I think we know every day this world's going to throw a lot of hard our way and we're going to have many choices to choose which hard we take. So I just encourage us to take the one that's going to lead to the best outcome over time and 
I think that's going to move your teams forward and your, your community and your culture around you. And that's just uh, the best thing we can ask for. Amen to that. Nothing in this life is easy. There's always going to be difficulties that lie ahead. And it's, it really is up to us to choose the heart and face head on those challenges that we know are going to be out there waiting for us. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you having me. Dana, thank you so much again, man. Now, folks, as we wind down today's episode, let's cover these highlights just one more time. We were blessed to chat with Dana Mason diving deep into F3, a movement that's so much more than just workouts. It embodies fitness, fellowship, and faith, all aiming to invigorate male leadership in our communities. We explored personal stories, shared laughs, and discuss the beauty of brotherhood and it's clear that f3 is not just about breaking a sweat it's about building bonds and leading with purpose and before we sign off let's not forget that resonating motto from f3 that dana shared get right live right lead right leave right i would say that those are 100 percent words to live by now If you're thinking, I want a slice of this F3 action, don't hesitate. Jump over to F3Nation.com to get started. It's an invitation to more than just a workout. It's a call to leadership and community. I'm your host, Cameron Giddings, and I want to thank you for tuning into the Overdrive podcast brought to you by Christian Brothers Automotive. Stay inspired, keep those gears shifting, and until our next journey, drive with purpose and passion.